welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast. My name is Beck, And I'm Bonnie. On our podcast, we are chatting about all things health, fitness, lifestyle and mindset. We are here to inspire, motivate and help you to flourish into the unapologetic life you deserve. Welcome back to another episode with Bon and Beck <laughs> on the Unapologetically Us podcast. Yeah. So I wanted to start off by saying like, thank you so much for listening. Like we've had so much good support so far and like we've been following like our statistics and stuff like on like the Apple and Spotify, like websites and stuff. And it's been so encouraging for us. Yeah, of course. And it's so, it's so good as well to see when people post on their stories and stuff because it's so nice to see that you guys are actually listening and supporting us, so thank you so much for that. Also, don't mind me, I'm a bit sick, so... Bonnie might a bit... have a little bit of a crackly voice. <laughs> so I like a bit of a man, but like, just don't, just don't mind me. Um, Alright, so this, this, today's episode is pretty much talking about all things journaling and why we do it and how we do it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so we had been, we kind of picked up ourselves that we've been talking about a lot of journaling in the past two episodes. So, like, before we even go any further and, like, we thought we might explain, like, what it is and how, like, we do it and stuff and why we do it. Yeah, exactly. So, pretty much, uh, as you probably would have guessed already, we both journal and I think I definitely do it for my mental health and just clearing my head sometimes I think we've all felt this when we're a bit muddled and things just don't seem to be panning out properly yeah and I think that's when journaling really really helps me to just ground myself and put things into perspective for one but also make sense of everything around me. Yeah, yeah, definitely makes sense. So I'm a lot of the same. Like my, I find that I can't gather my thoughts properly and it goes, it gets to a point where I actually don't know even what I'm thinking or feeling like in a moment, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So going back and really asking yourself questions and like writing it all down on paper to figure out what you're feeling, why you're feeling, definitely helps your mental health so much or my mental health so much anyway yeah exactly and another thing that I do just want to mention as well is that I find once I journal or write things down on the page it actually almost leaves my head completely uh for example like I might be really upset or overthinking this one thing that I have to do or whatever it might be and then once I write things down and actually just get it out it feels so nice and it's like a weight off my shoulder um, or shoulders. So I find that that really helps me. And the other thing I think as well, um, I sort of think of journaling as a bit of a rant in a way, sometimes, not all the time. But just say you've had a really shocking week and everything's gone wrong. That's when I like to write things in my journal about all the things that are shit. And then that means that I don't have to talk to all my friends and talk to all the people around me about how shit of a week I've had. Instead, they're all getting the positive side of me and I'm actually just leaving all that negative stuff for the journal um, that obviously can't talk. Yeah. So it feels nice to not put that negative energy on 
anyone, any person, yep. rather than, and then instead put it on paper and it actually just leaves me. Because often when you talk uh, negatively or toxic, you find yourself saying the same stuff to every single person you see. Like, if you've had a shocking week, you'll tell Beck, you've, you'll tell me, you'll tell your mum, you tell your dad, you tell all your friends. And before you know it, you've told everyone how shit of a week you've had and you've not once even reflected on the positive. So I find that when I journal, if I am having a bad week, I'll say how bad of a week I'm having in my journal and leave all the positive stuff and all the happy stuff to the people around me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. It's definitely just getting it all in that pa- on paper, closing the book and putting it away and leaving it there. Like it's not something that you need to bring back up and affect other people around you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that sort of delves into a little bit as well how I journal. I journal through literally just writing everything down and Beck said in our last episode that sometimes she doesn't I think it might have been our last episode sometimes she just doesn't feel like journaling um, and for me I actually try and make it a task to journal even when I don't feel like it so I think that's when you get your most real and vulnerable thoughts because you're really thinking about what you have to write and you're really present in the moment about what you are yeah writing. yeah yeah see I'm a little bit like of the opposite if I don't feel like journaling I that I say that I don't feel like journaling because I actually feel like I'm present and I'm grounded and feeling quite positive. Like I don't feel like I need to put anything on paper. But in saying that too, if I am feeling positive, like it's so cool to put it on paper as well. Like saying like as a prompt as well for what you're grateful for and reflecting on positive things just to make you more positive. Like you can't get more positive, you get what I mean? Like it's to yeah. just keep on building yourself up and up and up and keep on getting it yeah exactly like a good flow going of positivity and who doesn't want to be more positive yeah like if anything you want to be more positive than more negative yeah so um yeah I just find for me I like to journal and a lot of it is probably a bit negative but then it is sometimes nice to switch it up and say what I'm grateful for or what's been something I've enjoyed today or that week or something like that yeah exactly um, that I think does really help to s- separate that positive and negative feelings a little bit as well yeah exactly yeah so um I journal in a way that like basically the same as Bonnie I just literally get everything out of my head and onto paper like structure does not matter you can write single sentences single words like it's your personal thing where you're just absolutely like throwing it up on paper basically yeah, for me anyway literally and um it gets all over the place and it gets messy like if someone else read my stuff like they'd be like what is she trying to say <laughs> but it makes sense to me yeah exactly and it's yeah it's for me and it just gets everything out and like I said you just close it and you put it away and it's it's done it's a weight lifted off your shoulders so you don't need to put on anything else yeah put onto anyone else sorry. yeah I also found that it's really good when um I sort of tell myself a page limit. Now, this is a little bit, so I will just mention quickly that my journaling is very non-structured in the fact what Beck was just saying, like you can scribble things out, you can write one words, whatever, and to other people it won't make sense, but it doesn't matter to other people, it's just about you. Uh, But I find to really, really get yourself thinking and be present in the moment is to, depending on how large your book is, um, but I try to write three 
pages in my in my book and that usually takes me about 10 to 15 minutes and it's literally just um blurting out everything and I often get to the last page I'm like I have no idea what I'm gonna write like what I have three pages to complete got one more to go and I have nothing else to say and often I find myself thinking about things I didn't even know I was thinking yeah, it's like really getting into your subconscious yep you're digging really deep to get a lot of info stuff out yeah yeah exactly so I just find that that's also a really good way to journal as well like I definitely don't do that all the time but I do try to do that set myself a little bit of a limit because it does push you out of that comfort zone of just writing what your day was like or something yeah. like that yeah. yeah exactly I think that is a really good way to put it as well like it's just really scraping out all of the negative stuff that you would probably find that you don't really think about necessarily uh, consciously but definitely subconsciously yeah exactly um now Beck did mention just before about prompts yep and pretty much what they are is uh little starters because often when you have a blank page it can be a little bit intimidating and you think what the heck am I going to write on this yeah especially when you first start doing it it's like this feels weird it's unnormal these are my thoughts that you don't want to put out there but once you do get it out there it's really good I will put that in there yeah exactly (laughs) uh so a couple of prompts Beck did mention that she uh does like what I'm grateful for um I like to write myself like I like to do a three page sort of limit um, a few other ones that I like to do is um, like what my goals and stuff are for the week Yeah. as well. So I do like to chuck that in there. And then my other things as well that I like to prompt myself with is um, even how I'm feeling or what went well this week or yep. something like that. So it's a little bit, it's very unstructured and it's a little bit like gratitude, but just saying like what went well what didn't go well, how am I feeling, how could you improve, even little things like that. Yeah, I think just little questions that you can ask yourself to reflect on who you are as a person and you'll actually find that when you journal, it's really hard to put the blame on anyone else. Yeah. Because writing someone's name is very, feels very weird, I find. Yeah, like for example if I was feeling negative and I was going like about to write because I thought this was the reason but like oh Bonnie said this and it's made me feel really bad like whatever whatever but when you actually write that down and stuff it's like oh what Bonnie said actually had nothing to do with me (laughs) it's literally just what I was thinking and feeling at that time so it really puts stuff into perspective and gives you so much clarity of like just reflecting on, say, for example, what people have said yeah. to come to a realisation that, oh, it was nothing to do with them. It was just me all along. Yeah, literally. And that's what I love about it. So often it's so easy to say, I feel like this, I feel like this, but it's harder to say, I feel like this because Beck did this. Yeah. Or kind of, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, I just find it's harder to do that because your journal was about you And once you start writing people's names or, like, putting blame on someone else, you almost... You don't feel bad. I feel, like, guilty. I find I feel guilty. Yeah, you just feel like, actually, (laughs) that wasn't Beck's fault at all. Like, why am I even blaming her? That's, like, I'm so shit. (laughs) But sometimes you need to be like that towards yourself because that's how you grow as a person. Yeah, exactly. And that's how you can start being aware in that present moment. Like, if... For example, I was writing a situation about Bonnie making me feel bad. If that 
somehow came up again in life, I would actually be more aware of like, oh, okay, what Bonnie has said has like, yeah, nothing to do with me. And you end up feeling more positive and having a positive outcome instead of dwelling on something until like you journal as well. Yeah, exactly. It all happens in the moment. Yeah, exactly. And that just comes down to being a lot more aware and present um, with your own thoughts and that sort of thing, which sort of goes into... Weekly Goals with Bon and Beck. So, um, my weekly goals for last week, uh, they went good, I actually think. Um, so, my three were that I wanted to finish my practical side of my first aid, yep. which I did, and I actually got an email today saying that I had successfully completed it. Yay. So, I've done that, um, which is so good. Check. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, the other thing... Your training programs. Thank you. And eating programs. Thank you. Um, so I've was nice and consistent uh, with my program for last week, and I actually got some pretty good results. I lost a lot of fluid, um, which often happens in the first week, but we will go into that another time. Yeah. Um. So I was really, really happy with how that all went. Probably just my skin. I didn't find was very good. But that would just come with time yep. and um, as my body adjusts to the new eating plans and stuff. Other than that, my training was really, really good. So, um, yeah, I love that. And my other goal was to book accommodation, um, which I did. I booked a week of um, South Korea. So that was super exciting. I finally got to do that. And I actually booked a tour um, as well to go to the border of North Korea. How yeah. exciting. <laughs> Not something that everyone <laughs> would want to do. But I'm, once you get to know me a little bit more, I'm very, very out there with traveling and trying new things. So I'm so keen. I'm going to have to tick North Korea off the list of places I've been. So, woohoo. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So my last week goals. Hang on. What was your rating for the, those ones last oh, week? Yes. Um, I would probably give myself an A, I reckon, because everything was good. I, I completed my two physical tasks that I wanted to, and I was consistent, um, but I actually missed, actually I missed a session of the gym, so that was the, that's why I wouldn't give myself an A+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so mine were to, uh, firstly, not go on my phone when I wake up until before I'm ready. And that was awful. That is a really, really hard one to do. Like if you try to set yourself a goal like that, you will actually find that you just pick it up without even realizing. Like I was better. Like I was like, once I was on my phone, I was like, right, okay, I got to get up and get off, get off it. So it was only like maybe like five minutes. I was like, I woke up as well, but I still went on it just because I have nothing else to do in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At the moment, <laughs> at the moment, I've got nothing else to do with the morning. Um, and so my next one was to drink 500ml of water before my coffee and breakfast. And that was fine. That was easy. Woo-hoo. I find that, found that actually a really easy habit to get into. So oh, good. that one will keep on going. I found that like, it just was so refreshing. Nice little morning routine. Yeah. Ah. 
Cool. Love and the other one was being more aware of my thoughts and feelings, uh, which I definitely was. I felt like I pulled myself up when I started having random negative thoughts and I also pulled myself up when I started having negative feelings as well and asking myself like why am I feeling like this and stuff which is like you know a journaling prompt but just something that I did in the moment in my head yeah before I could go down and write it all down oh good good on you what would you give yourself I would give myself a b because the first goal just was not working for me (laughs) but no I'm very happy very happy yeah good so what are your goals for this coming week Okay, so this week is our first one to get back into a little bit of a training program. Not so much a program, but I think just be more consistent with training splits. So back in episode one, my goal was to just be consistent, but this one's to be consistent with a bit more structure again, because I found that my structure of my workouts and stuff has been a bit all over the place. Um, my next one was, my next one was, uh, to eat a little bit cleaner and to hit my macros again as well. So, uh, I'm actually have been in a calorie surplus for a long time, but my calorie surplus is like a ginormous amount of food. Uh, I'll just say how many calories it is. It's like 2,700 calories because my maintenance is about two, 300 Yep. which for most people 2300 is a massive surplus but that's, that's just my yep. maintenance so i actually still really struggle to hit that amount of calories so i've kind of been in a bit of a not so much of a high calorie surplus for yep. the past month or so i'll say yep. Um, And then my final one is to get into a better sleep routine so i find that i go to bed not reasonably late I don't actually I'm not a late sleeper I'm not really much of a night owl but I can sleep in of a morning forever so I need to just get up kick my butt into into gear and just get up when my alarm goes off instead of hitting snooze like five times yeah (laughs) and what are yours um so my goal for this week actually is to get at least seven hours of sleep as well so I actually put a time on mine because I've got my Fitbit on, so it will tell me if I've got that. Um, so yeah, I want to get seven hours of sleep. Um, I also want to finish all my assessments for um, my fitness course I'm doing. So I should hopefully have that done um, and submitted by the end of the week. Uh, so get that finalised. And my last goal is what Beck's goal was, I'm going to give that a go, is to drink 500 mils before I have my first meal. Um, to drink 500 mils of water before I get started for my eating. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a weird one. Like, you actually don't realise how refreshing and how, especially after you just wake up of being water-deprived for, like, seven or eight hours as yeah. well. Like, it just, yeah, you'll get yeah. the feeling. It just makes you feel so refreshed. Yeah, awesome. Well, there we go. Cool. Another episode down, just like that. Yes, hell yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this one and we'll see you next time. Catch you later.